When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's for now. Um, all right. So, Momo, I, I, are you in general a Bill Belichick fan, or do you think he's think a so. crank and a no, grump? I, and... I think all of the above. I'm a fan, but I also think he's a grump. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Greg yesterday played a story from the Manning cast where Peyton told a story about how when Belichick was coaching in the Pro Bowl one year, he picked David Bin, the Chargers long snapper, as yep. his long snapper because he was dating Pamela Anderson and he thought she he might bring her to Hawaii. As it turns out, he didn't bring her, but that was his whole motivation. Yeah. So this is a little this is a little more devious. Okay. So do you remember Bill Belichick's first head coaching job? Oh wait a minute, we got breaking news. We'll we do this. You'll do that afterwards. Okay. According to Jeff Passan, right-hander Noah Syndergaard and the Los Angeles Dodgers are in agreement oh. on a contract. The 30-year-old Syndergaard is expected to oh. join the Dodgers' starting rotation. He was very good at the end of the year. Yeah. yeah he did nothing for the Angels. He he was good for the Phillies, Neither right? did Andrew Heaney. Um, I don't hate it, but it seems to be the type of thing they're doing. Short, yep. flyer deals, and, you know, why not? Might work. If he gets back to the Thor that he used to be, yeah. then that is a massive, massive thing. I actually love this. <laughs> I think so this is I. exactly what the Dodgers should be doing. You have Mark Pryor in there. You do the Mark Pryor magic, magic. dust on somebody who needs, who still has something left and rehabilitate their career, rehabilitate their arm, teach them to pitch a certain way after they've had some physical problems. He's done this with like several players over the last few years. It's great. Um Good, good. It's perfect. That's what they should be doing. They've already invested so much money in Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and 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 Kershaw and like you don't need to keep handing out giant contracts. You just need to be smart and judicious and and find the right bargains. It's good. Uh, but how do you know that this is the right? Bargain? I don't know. You sign five of them and hope two work out. Um, <laughs> That's what they've been doing, right? Well, and sometimes it does. Um, breaking news, by the way, on 710 ESPN is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com to find a location near you and download up to 15 bucks in coupons. All right, back to this Belichick story. So, yeah. do you remember who Belichick's first head coaching job was with? Bill Parcells. No, head coach. When, oh. when Belichick, Greg, do you know? Oh, it was uh, the Jets. No. The Browns? Correct. He, he was Browns. the head coach of the Browns, and he got fired. Okay. And the guy who fired him was Art Modell. So apparently, Belichick hates Art Modell. I think Art Modell may have passed away, but he at the time, Belichick just hated him. So um, during the Manning cast on Monday night, Peyton told a story about just how much Bill Belichick hated Art Modell. And it also stems from the fact that Belichick was the the AFC head coach in the Pro Bowl. I'll let Peyton take it from there. I played for Belichick one time in a Pro Bowl, and they were telling stories about the times that he was the head coach 
of the Pro Bowl. One time he picked Peter Boulware because he knew that Art Modell would have to pay Boulware a million dollar bonus if Boulware oh. made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Belichick hated Modell. All right, so he picked him not because he deserved to be in the it's Pro great. Bowl. He picked him because he he got word that if Boulware made the Pro Bowl, Art Modell would have to give him a million dollars. Does that make you think more of Belichick or less of Belichick? Yeah, more. A lot more. <laughs> I, I like a good, healthy grudge every once in a while. Yep. Mason, Mason's that way, too. Mason's, I, I don't Mason's think, a grudge guy. I think life's too short to have a lot of them. But if you have some good, healthy ones, it's good motivation. I, I have some good, healthy ones. Do you? Yeah. They, they like, fires me up. Like, the chip on my shoulders. Yeah. yeah I, uh... You still have those? You have no. chips on your shoulders? No. I, no? I, 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 I'm, I'm of the life is too short. I only have so much headspace. I don't want to be spending any of it hating people. All you people. need is one or two. <laughs> Bergman, <laughs> does that make you think more or less of Belichick that he stuck Art Modell with a million-dollar pay Way more about Belichick because that means that he made somebody a million dollars. Right. Who cares about Art Modell? He made a guy a million dollars. Good for him. Um, yeah, I, I found it to be... I, I, I love stuff like that. I think yeah. that it was, uh, it, I, I mean, and he, and he did, the, the, Art Modell's a billionaire. A million yeah, he dollars. also like moved the Browns from right. Cleveland. Good. There's a lot of people who don't like Art Modell. Yeah, good for him. All right. So um, here's one more NFL story. Um, Darius Slay is the best defensive back for the Eagles, who have the best record yep. in the NFL. Um, Slay is so impressed with Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, who obviously he plays on the other side of the ball, but he's so impressed with Jalen Hurts that he says he wants to switch to what? Now, this is a four-time Pro Bowl defensive back. Yeah. He wants to switch to offense because if he did, he thinks he could get 1,500 yards playing with Jalen Hurts. Here is Darius Slay. And there's some bad words in here, but we bleeped them out. Didn't we, Jorge? Okay. Hopefully. I almost like, all right, man, I'm going to go to receiver because I know Brooke can give me the ball on any time. I'm almost, I'm, I'm about almost retired as deep going to go to receiver because I know if I'm going for 1,500. Is that MVP? switching to receiver? Tonight. I'm calling coach tonight. We're having a full conversation about it tonight. Coach, I'm going to receiver because I know I can get 1,500 yards in five games. It hurts. Enjoy you guys are playing. All right. So he's not getting 1,500 yards in five games, but it got me to thinking, okay, Look at how Shohei Otani has lit the baseball world on fire simply because he's a starting pitcher who could hit. Mm-hmm. Darius Slay, they call him Big Play Slay, is super fast. He's an absolute ball hawk. I think the last guy who went both ways in the NFL might have been Dion. Yeah, Dion Sanders. Why? I, I know he was joking. Why wouldn't you consider putting Darius Slay on the field on offense? Mm-hmm. What's the downside of that other than he could get hit? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's football. Everybody gets hit. If it, the best it, player on your team is great. Like, it, it, I, I think the Rams have been besieged with receiver injuries. Okay? Like, Cooper Cup's yeah. out. Odell Beckham obviously not on the roster this year. Um, if you called Jalen Ramsey and said, hey, man, we're going to put in a package where yeah. you're going to play well. I'm going to ask Sean McVay about this tomorrow when we have him on. Yeah. Is it the most ridiculous idea in the world to play a guy both ways in the NFL? 
not at all. I think you you probably have to do it as a package. Right. Um, you can't like UCLA, do it all the great. time. UCLA used to do it with Miles Jack. Remember? Yeah, they put him at running back, but that's also college, and they're playing a little bit of a gimmicky. You just don't see a two-way player in in NFL. So the, the but other why? thing, too, especially at two huge skill positions like that. But why? Because you can't play the entire game. But it wouldn't <laughs> be the entire game. Like Ramona said, it would be a package. It'd be like on third down and eight. Sure. I mean, so you can partially find why I like the idea of playing a package. Okay, so uh, when I was back in my earlier career at the Daily News. I did a, a year-long series with one of the high school teams. I did, it was supposed to be like Friday Night Lights. Right. And the team I picked was Birmingham High School. It's out in Lake Balboa. It's like Van Nuys area. Okay. They were the best city section team. They went and won the city title. They were really good. And their coach was as a guy named Ed Croson. And they had this one package that they put in, and it was on uh, the extra point. It was always like a, they would line up weird, and they would do a strange formation, and couldn't tell if they were going to be on the, like, half the line was over on the left, and they had to switch over to the kicker right. or whatever. And I, at one point, I said, like, so why do you do this whole thing? Like, you're always going to end up kicking the ball. You've never seen you go for two. But you do this whole weird lineup thing off to the side, and he goes, we just do that so that the other team has to waste time every week to prepare for that package. It's good. Smart. Like, you put Slay in there, now every team that plays the Eagles has to spend a couple hours right. in practice getting ready for that package and even like, if what they are they going to do even if they have to spend 10 minutes even if it's 10 yeah. minutes it's smart it's not bad yeah i i i'll ask Sean about that tomorrow when we have him on i i think that some of these guys are just freak athletes yeah Can you imagine trying to tackle Aaron Donald oh. if you, i mean look the the most famous of this is is William Perry right refrigerator it, Perry. it was almost gimmicky with him yeah it was yeah. but he scored a lot of touchdowns yep Sure did. Nobody could tackle him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next, could Ramona or any other sports writer in the world be replaced by artificial intelligence? Mm. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Maybe not as simple as you think. We'll explain coming up. Uh, by the way, Game of Games today, it's Momo's Game. Uh, ESPN LA. All right, so Mason points out a lot when he's here that, um, you know, because he's all about Mason, yeah. that he thinks the show can live on, Mason and Ireland can live on, long after we're dead. And I said, How? He goes, because of artificial intelligence. People are recording everything we say. All these shows are going okay. into a computer. So there's probably not a word or a phrase that Mason and I, have, in 25 yep. plus years of doing this, haven't said. You could, theoretically, 
just construct shows in a computer. Yeah, and add in a bunch of fart noises and you'd be fine. Right. Yeah. Could could AI replace you? What sports writers do. In other words, send instead of sending you to the game last night, uh-huh. they basically just take a bunch of information that happened in the game, dump it in a computer and say, write a story. Would it work? Hmm. I think you could write a game story. Okay. So, there's a guy who writes for Deadspin um, named Joe or a John Hoffling. And he decided to put this to a test. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, um, there are many sites now that produce AI-generated articles. Yeah. So, you don't have to pay the reporters. Okay. For... A piece he was writing to test to see if he was replaceable. He used OpenAF's Chat GBT. That is um, all he did was he gave them a pretty simple prompt. He said, "Write me an essay, Bleacher Report style, including or indicating which NFL team will win the Super Bowl this year. Use the words explosive and fast pace to describe the offense." So that's the only information he gave to the artificial intelligence computer. Um, frankly, the computer failed miserably. Oh. Which is very good news for people like you. Um, here's what the computer, the artificial intelligence, produced. Mm-hmm. The team to watch out for this season is the Kansas City Chiefs. Their yeah. offense is explosive and fast-paced, led by quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is one of the most exciting players in the league, known for his ability to make big plays and extend plays with his legs. The Chiefs also have a strong supporting cast on offense, including wide receiver Tyreek Hill and tight end Travis Kelsey. Hmm. On the other side of the ball, the Chiefs have a defense that is improving each year, and blah, 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 blah. So the the AI didn't know that Tyreek Hill isn't there anymore. And I thought, in general, the artificial intelligence article was very... Lame. Shallow. Shallow. Didn't have any opinion or insight. Okay. But having said that, I think almost all jobs are replaceable in the the technology era. Yeah. Like, technically, if Amanda wanted to, she could just blow all of us local guys out and just take a network feed and put two guys yeah, in New York use, talking you could on. use post you could use uh shows that you've already done right or or she could replay the game from last you night. know like you I've know, noticed depending, on the depending weekends, on what you want to do a know? lot of they used to have a lot of weekend radio that was um that was kind of how people who didn't have time to do a five day a week show could do one day a week and it was like right. your your chance to do radio. I did that with Michelle Beadle one time mm-hmm. okay I didn't have time to do a five day a week thing but you know every Sunday morning it was fun to have a show um now they just take podcasts that have been produced throughout the week and just kind of play them. Like, cut them up. Yeah, I've heard yeah, that cut before, them up. too. Is, if you were, like, uh, if Daniel, your son, yeah. who's how old now? Four. All right, so he comes to you in, he comes to you in 10 years when he's yeah. 14 Yeah. and says, Mom, what should I do for a job? Yeah. There are several jobs that I thought would be around forever. Like, yeah. I'll give you an example. When I started in TV news and I would go into the studio, there would be... Three cameras with three cameramen, uh-huh. camera people, sometimes yep. they were women. Yeah. A floor director. Okay. Okay. And then somebody in there doing lights. 
at the end of my run at TV News, I got out of TV News when I got the Laker job, so like six, seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, everything in the studio was robotic. In other words, the cameras were robotic. There were no cameramen anymore. There wasn't even a floor director. There was a disembodied voice that was in the control room. It would say, okay, John, camera one. Well, I don't know if it's like that for when you do TV now, but all those jobs in the studio were basically replaced by technology. So the pandemic are, hastened that. <laughs> there are bars yep. in Las Vegas where you order drinks on a machine. There's wow. no bartender there. Yeah, I can see that. Like you walk up to the bar, you hit up the screen, I want a vodka tonic, and miraculously a robot bartender will make a vodka tonic and it will slide it down the bar and put it right wow. in front of you. And you pay with the credit card, and that eliminated the waiter, the waitress, the bartender, the hostess, yeah. all that stuff. What's a job that will definitely be there in 50 years? Uh, I definitely think we will always need doctors. I agree. Okay. Lawyers. Lawyers. Probably. I don't think you can necessarily... You could do some level of replacement of lawyers. You can do... you know, But there's there's still some... You have to have a human intelligence to that. Yeah. Um. Bergman, how old is your daughter? She's 11. All right. She comes to you in three years and says, Dad, I need to make some career choices here. Where would you point her? Well, she's really good at um, at editing on the on her iPad. Yeah. I would push her to, the, to that way. Yeah. I yeah. think anything in computers yeah. is a safe move. Yeah. Um, but, I, and also, I think performers are safe. In other words- you don't want to go see a hologram of Taylor Swift. You want to go see Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. Um, so I think performers are safe if you have a specific skill. But those skills are really hard to develop. I think um, really high-end chefs. Yeah. I mean, you you can't really make, you can't really have an assembly line high-end meal. Uh, true. Although, the ever been to a Pistons game? No. The meeting room in Detroit is like the greatest five-star restaurant ever, and all uh-huh. it is is food all the way around the whole room. Right. Um, but I think it's just cafeteria style, and it's you know it just works. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually think your job, sports writing, yeah, is somewhat safe because I don't pay – like I pay for two Substack subscriptions, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, like I get ESPN.com yeah. and Yahoo, yeah. and you know I pay for all that crap, but um, – Two people that have went, went out on their own. Just one is Mark Stein. Yep. And the other is Molly Knight. Yep. I pay for those two. And if somebody else comes along that I really want to read, like if you ever went off on your own yeah. and started Substack, I would, you know, give you. Even a though my stories are really long. Well, they don't. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. It bothers Mason. I know. Yeah. Um, but so I think sports writing is is law enforcement safe? Will we always have cops? Yeah, I think we'll always have cops. Yeah, I think we need them. I mean, you could you could say that we could have it all surveillance. Could be all surveillance, and then people are somebody's always watching you, and they'll arrest you like that. But who's going to actually arrest you? Um, right, like somebody still has to actually put the cuffs on you. What's that movie? Uh, the Fifth Element. Where oh yeah. Put your hands on the yellow dots or whatever. And then yeah, you could have robot. Yeah. You could have robot cops. So that's kind of scary yeah. though. Um. Oh, somebody said, uh, uh, and thank you to this guy that tweeted me, Little John Ireland, regarding two-way players in the NFL, Patriots DB Marcus Jones lined up as a wide receiver and caught a 40-yard screen pass for a TD a few weeks ago against the Bills, so it still happens. Huh. That makes total sense to me. The fastest guy in my team is a defensive yeah. back. Put him in a flanker and make the other team guard him. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, all right, coming up in about uh, 15 minutes is Game of Games. It is Ramona's game today, so she can't win. 
And um, <laughs> But Bergman can win, and Bergman is tied for the lead once again. All right, uh, reminder, coverage of the 2022 FIFA World Cup on ESPN LA is presented by Estrella Jalisco. Stay tuned to ESPN every night for the Road to the Cup, hosted by Dave Denholm. Uh, by the way, is Denholm still running around here? I thought I saw him earlier. Did he leave? If he's here, tell I didn't him. even see him. I'll go yeah. look for him. If he's though. here, tell him to come in. Yep. Because um, the Argentina France in the yeah, final. Yeah, I want to ask him about one. that. Um, Dave, tonight on um, when he does uh, Road to the Cup, he'll give you a deep dive into the World Cup final. It's already set. Um, it's going to be Argentina and France in guitar. Um, but um, reminder that it, it's the world's game. Estrella Jalisco, proud supporters of the World Cup. Your World Cup team with an Estrella Jalisco beer in hand. Enjoy responsibly Estrella Jalisco, St. Louis, Missouri. Back with more after this. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so a couple things I want to get to before we get into Game of Games. Um, Mississippi State, after tragically losing Mike Leach over the weekend is going to play its bowl game. Um, ESPN, and they just hired a new coach. They promoted the defensive coordinator to um, be their new head coach. I'm not sure if that's the right or the wrong thing to do. The guy dropped dead from a massive heart attack. He's the face of your program. Yeah. Um, here's what they said. Mike Leach was 61. He died on Monday night. Um the players are 100% behind playing this bowl game and doing what Coach Leach would expect him to do. We all know that's what Coach Leach would want, and it's what we should do. Well, we don't know that's what Coach Leach would want because nobody had a chance to ask him. Right. Um, that was a quote from the athletic director, a guy named Bracky Brett. That's um, a name. Ramona, good idea or bad idea to play the bowl game after your coach drops dead of a heart attack? Mm. That's a tough one. Kind I of think a money I would, grab a little bit, maybe a little. But I think the players do want to play. Like, like generally speaking, whenever I have dealt with people who are experiencing a sudden loss, yeah, um, most athletes will tell you like the thing they find comfort in is their sport because they can get away from the feelings of grief and, and kind of just have something else to focus on. Um, I think you can play in the game and just kind of leave it up to the guys. Some people might need a a different. They might need some time. If it was tomorrow, I would say no. 
Um, but it's a couple weeks. Greg, what do you think? Bad look doesn't matter. They're going to play the bowl game even I, though Mike Mike Leach is dead. All of a sudden, you're going to you're going to start playing better. You're going to play for Mike Leach in the honor of Mike Leach. Remember Brett Favre played the day after his father died. Yeah, yeah and he played nuts out of his mind. Yeah. Right. So a lot of times those kind of things happen. I I I don't have a problem with it, especially because like Mermona said, it's not it's not the next day. Um. Yeah. Well, they're going to do it. I think they have a New Year's Day bowl game too. So. There you go. All right. When I read this, uh, do any of you guys know how to play chess? You know how to play chess? Uh, a little yes. bit. Greg, you know? Yes, I do. Okay. It's fun. Uh, as you guys know, I, I I follow Uber Facts and pay close yes, attention do. to Uber Facts and often use it for game of games and stuff yeah. like that. So this Uber Fact came up across the way, and I'm trying to determine if they're pulling my leg or if this is real. Because, <laughs> Bergman, if this is real, you and I should compete in it and see what happens. Oh, I can't wait. That means we're going to be hitting each other, aren't we? Right. No, but here it is. <laughs> here it is. Chess boxing is a sport in which players alternate between rounds of chess and boxing until a winner is declared by checkmate, knockout, or technical stop. Let's do it. I'm so we each, totally in. All right, so we each make a move, and then like we box for three minutes, and then we come back and make a move? I think you, you finish the game and then box? It, it sounds like it says alternate between rounds of chess and boxing. So, okay. So, so like, we'd box for a round, and then we'd sit down at the table. We're going to do a 30-second to a minute round because we're old. Yeah. And then, we'll, and then we'll play chess. We could actually get social. I would 100% do this I think this it actually sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, Ramona, you up for chess boxing? Uh, do I have to actually hit anyone or get hit? <laughs> well, we could do, we could use the big goofy gloves. Yeah, the big goofy gloves, or even and, like and, the sumo and, wrestler and stuff. Head, I mean, I do like gear. boxing as a workout. I think that's a great cardio workout. Oh, it's insane! If you've yeah. never done it, by the end of the first round, you're yeah, dripping you're like, in sweat. It's yeah, you're like, like how do you do three hell? minutes? Oh my yeah. god! You know? Yeah, I um, always am amazed by it. I don't know how that would work with chess because chess you. You kind of just sit there, so it's sort of a recovery period. Well, it's in between, so you take, you make a move, you box. You make a move, you box. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think I'd love to try it. I think it would be fun. Hey, uh, social team, can you get some boxing gloves? Yeah, get those set? big, big uh, goofy ones. We'll do you, it when you they, come back from vacation. They use in bars. Um, okay, there was this other story I saw that um, we were talking about the World Cup a minute ago. And by the way, if you're if you're driving around today and you yeah. don't know, Argentina is going to play France. France beat Morocco today. So Argentina is going to play France in the World Cup final on Sunday, right? Sunday, Jorge? Yes. Sunday morning. Um, the U.S. soccer coach Greg Berhalter um, basically threw one of his players under the bus this week, and I'm not sure this is going to reflect well on Berhalter. And I, so Claudia Reyna was the uh geo reina yeah claudio was his dad right yeah. was like yep. a, a really famous soccer player and geo yep. his son is like a prodigy yep so burhalter was speaking at a leadership conference this week and he starts telling a story about how they almost sent geo reina home due to lack of effort in training in a pre-tournament scrimmage reina who's 20 did not start a single game for the U.S. and Qatar, but did play the entire second half of their final match against the Netherlands. Sources added that Reyna apologized to the entire team for his lack of effort. Um, Jorge, you watch yeah. more soccer than that. At what, what purpose does that serve to throw Gio Reyna under the bus like that and embarrass him? The, the World Cup's over. Well, yeah. Um the was was Berhalter getting tired of answering questions about why he didn't play? I mean, I, I, it just seems like a lousy thing to do. 
my take on this the whole the whole time in the World Cup, the coach was saying Gio was injured. Yeah, Gio kept saying I'm 100. percent I'm 100. percent I don't know why he's. And so I'm the injury thing was a lie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then Gio wasn't getting playing time. So that was you know that was causing yeah. frustration with the Gio. Now for the coach to say this after the World Cup happens, right? Like you just lost the locker room, man. Like you're supposed to be a team member. Keep it within closed doors. I right? kept yeah, well, I kept thinking, Greg. Sean McVay would never ever do this. Never. No, he's like always he, saying me. It's they, on me. Yep, I got to do a better job. Right, like even when right Cam Akers right was basically working his way off the roster, McVay said the whole time, "We're we're trying to work it out. Like we're trying to we're talking to him. We're yeah. trying to work it out." Blah blah blah. And when people would say, "Well, it, it sounds like you're tired of him and you don't want to use him," and so McVay would go, "That's not true. We're just yeah. trying to work through some things." Yeah. Um. He's he's part of our team and and we, we're hoping to get him back out there. Isn't Ramona that the only acceptable answer? It uh, number one, it looks like he's blaming Gio Reyna. Yeah. yeah. And number two, why would I want to play for a guy that if I have a bad game, I know is going to throw me under the bus? I'm not so sure I wouldn't think about firing this guy. So Dylan Hernandez agrees with you. Dylan okay. Hernandez from the LA Times. He actually wrote a story yesterday saying, talking, saying, U.S. Soccer needs to move on from Greg Berhalter to save Gio Reyna. Well, I mean, the like co- in other words, the coach you- is a lot more replaceable than a star player. And Reyna, at least skill wise, Jorge is is like yeah, a top really three I'm on surpri- the team. I was right? surprised he was left out. Yeah. some of these games. Um, it's interesting to me because there's a part of me that says, it's a those two guys can get in a room and try to work it out. Sure. And I think the Gio Reyna actually has a bigger problem with his teammate. There was a lot of comments after the game. I, I forget who it was. They interviewed one of the U.S. players who just said, I'm just so proud of this team and the way we stuck together and the effort everybody gave, even in training. And it was it was like a strange comment to me after, after a World Cup loss because it didn't really reflect what, we, what would happen in the game against the Netherlands or whatever. It just felt like something else was going on with the team. And it – from reading the articles about this situation, it felt like the like Reyna had really lost the locker room. Like the rest of his team is out on him. Well, it was a, it, to what I read, it, it was after a friendly match prior to the World yeah. Cup where he wasn't performing to his best. Yeah, and they made him apologize to the team. He's like, you know what? Let me apologize to the team. Yeah, and that's where things started. Like that's where the friction started. Right prior to the World Cup, and yeah, then with this and they year. almost they probably should have just not taken him. Right. Like, if yeah. you're not going to play him, why take like, him? Why use the roster spot? Take somebody you're going to play. Right. Well, like, think about Phil Jackson and over the years how he would deal with wild cards like yeah. Dennis Rodman or, yep. you know, Meta World Peace or somebody like that. He would always, he would never say, um, we almost sent that guy home. He, you know, he was awful, blah, 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 so blah. So these comments were supposed to be off the record. And this is the other part of it, all right? Okay. He gave these comments to Wasn't a leadership. Wasn't he speaking? Yeah, to a big It was big a public leadership yeah, forum. Yeah, that's not off the record. And it's supposed to be off the record, like, don't record this or whatever it is. But Come on. Come on. Yeah. Okay? Even, even like, I am a reporter and I know that somebody says something that's off the record. I, that means something to me. But all these people in that leadership forum are going to go tell somebody. And there's people recording this. I mean, there's no way that that's going to stay off the record. That is just a horrible lack of judgment to, to think that that's okay. Um, even, even I, like, I'll speak to college classes and we're on Zoom. And I have to, you know, even if there's four kids in the class, I'm still careful about what I reveal. It's uh, just you can never assume something that is recorded or in a public forum like that is going to stay off the record. Yeah, I, I thought just, it was a very bad look for yeah. Burhalter. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't think it was good. All right, coming up next, game of games. It's Momo's game today. Um, is anybody playing from the afternoon show, Greg? 
Uh, Beto's here, and I can probably get Cappy. Uh, we'll get Beto. Yeah, get it's Beto's, a baseball game. Yeah, Beto's here. Get him in here. Um, is Beto filling in for Sedano today? Sedano's doing the first hour, but Beto, it's going to be Sedano, Beto, and Cappy for the first hour, and then Beto okay. and Cappy the rest of the All right, cool. Uh, so we'll play it next. Uh, you want to give a preview? What's your yeah, game? What's so your game um, in honor of uh, a villain made in Dodger heaven, Carlos Correa signing with the Giants, oh. I have a game that is uh, about baseball villains. Okay, good. Okay. All right, that's next. Momo in for Mace. I'm John Ireland, ESPN LA. Um, okay, time for gaming games. It is Momo's game today. It's Uh-oh. gonna be Jorge, Greg, me, and Beto. Uh, Greg, you and Ramona are tied for the lead in the month of yes, December at sir. two each. Uh, I've got one. Has, is Beto scratched no. in this month? Okay, Beto, you First can get game on the played. You can get on the board today, nice. Momo. What do we got? Uh, we are talking about baseball villains, okay? okay? And we're gonna do this Jeopardy style. So I'm gonna read you a do series of clues. You have to answer clues. in the form of a Has question. Has to be answered in okay. the form of a question. Okay. And your name is your buzzer, okay? All so right. you gotta oh be. Got it. You have go. to be ready to go. I Let am me get Sean this. Connery. Let me get this called up, okay? <laughs> Sean Connery. That's so <laughs> great. Okay. Uh, here we go. I got the right one now. Okay. 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 Number one. This outfielder had a lot of great qualities. He stole more bases than anyone in baseball history. Ireland. Go ahead. Ricky Henderson. Greg. Uh, Greg. Greg. Who is Ricky Henderson? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. All right, number two. This slugger is known as much for his profanity-laced tirades at the media and fans as his 381 career home runs. He Ireland. Also, go ahead. Who is Albert Bell? Very oh, good. Wow. Good call. Also, except that was Joey Bell. Wick. Yes, wow. That would have been, uh, which I think that was, was a good clue. Name. I took the time to write this clue out. This is a good, that was a good one. one. I would be he up hit a too fan old in if the I chest for heckling him, trying to run over trick or treaters with an SUV. Eh, well, he's misunderstood. Wow, you really got that quick. It was. I think Lindsay Lohan was in the car with him. All right. Wow. You know, okay. That's that's what. Mm, that is one dirty soda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's over three? All right, this infielder was never really popular, but he really turned people off when he spurned the team that drafted him for a record $250 million contract, then complained about it and tried to restructure... Go ahead, Beto. Who is Robinson Cano? That is not correct. And tried to restructure that massive contract to go play for the Red Sox. Even when he won a World Series with the Yankees, his teammate Derek Jeter got more of the credit. Greg, Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Who is Alex Rodriguez? There you go. Oh, oh, that was Greg. easy. I tried right. doing the Mason going too early. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't work. All right. Number four. This five-time All-Star was the National League MVP in 2000, but his bad reputation started early. In high school, he was kicked off the baseball team after clashing with his coach over a position change. In New York with the Mets, he lost the clubhouse when he refused to participate in a rookie hazing event, saying he wasn't really a rookie. In San Francisco, his Ireland. relationship. Go ahead, Ireland. Who is Jeff Kent? Very good. Ah, All right. The Mets really threw me off yeah. there. Yeah. Two, two, Bergman. Yeah. yeah, the pride of Cal. I, I, I never got to the broken wrist after, you know, he said he had the motorcycle. Huntington crash. Beach. Never would have yeah. thought that, cowboy. Okay, there we go. Uh, number five. This slugger had a good has a good reputation now, but in his day he was known as something of a braggart. He once said he had a better year than the president because the president. Bethel. Go ahead, Beto. Who is Babe Ruth? Very good, Beto, on the Whoa. board. Oh, old school. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Now, how many good. of these do you have? Uh, nine. Okay, 
Okay. This so is a good game. So this, is a, this is an excellent game, well done. Ramona. Well, well done. done. She put thought into it. Okay. Uh, this happened like after the Laker game at night, and I was like, yeah. what am I going to do Great for job. the game? All right. Yeah. This 6'6 six, six slugger once hit a 535 home run. Go ahead, Greg. Who is Aaron Judge? That is not correct. Six, six, someone he else was six, also six? known for being Jorge. a super... Go ahead, Jorge. Who is Messi? <laughs> <laughs> this fool! <laughs> Get out no. of here. Ireland. That's like 5-2. Do you want me to read more of the clue? But okay, go ahead, Ireland. Who is Dave Winfield? No, no. you almost Finish it. it. Okay. He is also known for being super surly and striking out a lot. Bethel, four- who is Dave Kingman? Very good. Yeah. Son of a- <laughs> <laughs> was it Winfield like 6-9? Yeah, I in 78. I think he was like 6-6. Six, six. I was going to do the Tommy Lasorda right, rant. So this is, in- yeah. this is two, interesting. Two for me. This, this is, is interesting. a good game. I'm okay, going to have to get Wait a minute. The score. Wait, I have to go get a tiebreaker. Hold on. I have one, but I just need to look or it up. Or just stop at 8 no, no, and no, use the okay. next yeah, question. I can do a tiebreaker. Okay. While you're doing that, I will set the score. It is Greg Bergman two, mm. Beto Duran two, mm. John Ireland two. Mm. How you doing over there, Jorge? Messi. Ah, uh, Messi. Who <laughs> <laughs> is Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> Killian Mbappe. Hey, Ronaldo <laughs> threw out the first pitch in Dodger Stadium once. Okay. Oh, he did. This yep. the next few. You're really gonna have to know your baseball. These okay. are gonna be a little harder. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Cardinal fans especially hate this guy. After failing to run out a ground ball in August of 1981, the home fans booed him. His Ireland. response? Go You're ahead. The only one born. Who is Gary Templeton? Yes! If Very I ain't starting, good. I'm not departing. How did wow. you know this? That was good. No, you Google that, right, Ramona? There's what? no way. No, you don't remember Gary Templeton. No, but she's allowed to Google. She wrote the game. Yeah, I wrote the game. Yeah, yeah. but at least you usually write stuff that you know. Well, no, I wrote, I wrote, I typed, I, I did a search for like most hated baseball players. Oh, okay, okay, So okay. then I All found right. things. Okay. So you have two left. This is okay. so Mason right here, this game. Okay. Old people game. You might be able to get this one. Yeah, of course. All right. This pitcher made his name as a closer for his hometown team, the Atlanta Braves, but never recovered from comments he made while Ireland. writing. Go ahead, Ireland. Oh, who oh. is John Rocker? Oh, very good. Oh, was, Jeff was, Perlman sure. wrote that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, was, I tried to write yeah. it with a little, you know. Wait, is there, is there one or two left? One. Last right. one. I've got it. Go ahead. Did you already win the Did you I already did. win? I did. I think Tyler already won. Yeah, he got but it. But okay. Yeah. This pitcher has gone on to become a broadcaster, but back in his playing days. Ireland. Greg, I think you got me. Who is John Smoltz? That is not correct. Oh, I know but back in his about. playing days, he rubbed some folks the wrong way. He once threw a ball into the stands after a game that hit a woman in the face. He also threw a ball at Eric Yelding as he was running up the first base line. He got into two big fights in the same year. One was with Doug DeCenzo of the Houston Astros. The other was a brawl with Ireland. his own manager, Lou Pinella. Go ahead. Is it... Or- who is Rob Dibble? Very good. Oh. All right. ESPN Radio's Rob Dibble. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, do you want to do your tiebreaker? Did you know that was never a good one. come you, up with you it? You earned it. Okay. Uh, uh, tiebreaker was how many career home runs does Carlos Correa have? Oh, that's good. Ooh. Oh, that is good. What do you think, Beto? Because this game is based on Correa signing with the Giants. So what do you think, Beto? Let's think it out together here. He's played. He's played, how many years he played? He's played about five or six years. Right. So he doesn't have more. Year, he doesn't have more than one eighty. He doesn't. He's not hitting thirty a year. One sixty. I go one twenty. I go. I'll go, yeah, I'll go, I'll about go one fifteen. One forty four. One twenty. One fifteen. One forty five. 
145. Yeah. 155. Oh, 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 very good. Very good. I love Korea. All right. Good game. How dare you say that? That's all right. I was hard. I was wrong with you. You can't do Lakers-Celtics. I didn't know France was going to win. Get over yourself. No, not get over myself. That's ridiculous. Go check I love Carlos Correa. You would have been worried if he hadn't taken that extra year, you'd be wearing a Korea jersey tomorrow. Greg, no, absolutely not. I've considered your argument. I think you've made some excellent points. And my professional, official response. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ireland. <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, you know, can we trust you after you don't, after you're anti Wimbanyana? Like, I mean, I don't it wasn't anti Wimbanyama. We're not getting into this. I'm not getting into this. Uh, oh. You also think that Val it's Kilmer. It's not a good look for you. He okay. also thought Val Kilmer was a better Batman than I, I agreed that that was maybe a little overboard. Yeah. <laughs> but not Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is way better than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, well, wasn't Clooney probably the worst guy? And yes. I like Clooney. But, I thought Kilmer was the worst one. No, um, Kilmer was fine. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay, so Beto and Sedano, I want to ask you the question we spent the first hour asking listeners: Should Laker fans, Beto, I'll start with you, mm. be encouraged or discouraged by what happened last night? I was listening with the first hour. You guys were talking yeah. about this, yeah. and I was ready to yell at both of you, um, just as a fan. Yeah. Like LeBron said, don't talk to me about almost one. It, it, the, I'm more discouraged because you got so close and you were doing so well, and then you throw that away. So I just, with this Laker team, I don't find anything encouraging. I, I, wins are encouraging to me. I know I'm black and white with that, but damn it, John, I heard you yesterday. I, I told you, I was driving around the entire yeah. game. You and Michael gave, not you, Ugh. but Michael particularly gave them props for a good effort. I was yeah. like, what is happening Gutty here? little Lakers. Where is it? Was it? Wasn't that kid in Miami? Good job. Good effort. Yeah. 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 Well, right. George, they lost what? to the Bulls. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think fans should be encouraged or discouraged about what you saw last night? I think fans should be encouraged to yeah. uh, rail against the front office to make a deal. Mm-hmm. Because if they had Boyan Bogdanovich on this team, they win that game. Okay, well, you've stumbled into something yeah, kind of that, that I want to talk about. Um, Jorge, hit the Super Stager. <laughs> As you can hear, Scott Kaplan is here. Is that uh, every George Sinano is here. Beto Duran is here. What? What'd you say? That's every day. Yes, of course. Oh. <laughs> Where you been, man? I don't listen till four o five. Oh, that's cold. So what's your line? Four twelve when you leave. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, Pretty good. There is something that I don't think gets talked about enough with the Lakers, and Sinano, I. I'm shocked that more people don't bring it up, and I, I brought it up with the guys earlier in the first cross talk. Um, last night, close game, good game. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were minus 33 from mm-hmm. beyond the arc. Yeah. Okay? Minus 33. Yeah. Boston made 11 more threes than the Lakers did. Mm-hmm. It, George, it is this way almost every time the yep. Lakers lose. Yep. Not just a little bit of a, of a disparity. A huge disparity. In between 20 and 35 points. Yeah. It seems to me that you, if you're Rob Palenka, if you're in the Laker front office, you have to find a way to get somebody to, can shoot. to correct that deficiency. Yeah. Everybody can do it. Either yeah. shoot more and make more yeah. or defend the three-point line better. Am I making something out of nothing or no it's something I, I don't think there's any question about it i also think that and i know momo and i texted about this yesterday and we may disagree a little but i also think darvin um mismanaged them yesterday i think darvin and i know trudell asked him a, somewhat of a similar question to start 
the post game. But in real time, Momo and I were sitting next to each other, and I looked at LeBron and AD's minutes. I'm like, he's got to find time for them to sit here in the fourth quarter because this thing is going to end. Or up- even the third quarter. Well, the- yeah. LeBron sat for two in the third, but okay. AD played the whole way through, yeah. and LeBron yeah. played the whole way through other than two minutes. Wow. Like, in the fourth, there needed to be a spell, like maybe at the nine-minute mark or the yeah. six-minute mark, to sit them just for two minutes to give them the legs that they needed to finish. Because if you watch the end of that game, Obviously, there's the AD free throws that everyone's harping on. But LeBron and Russ, for that matter, right. both guys were short on a ton of yeah. shots at the end of the totally, game. Totally, totally no fair legs. point. No legs at all. Um, hey, Cap, I, uh, I was kicking this around before you jumped in. Uh, should Laker fans be encouraged or discouraged about last night? Encouraged. Why? Of course. Just because Beto thinks that they should be discouraged. <laughs> yeah. And because you just want to yell Brody. Yeah. Well, yeah, I did yell Brody a lot last night. You didn't watch. Did you yell Brody when he you missed, know what? When he I missed feel four like straight Cap jumpers? I feel exactly who roots for Russell Westbrook. Yeah. No, no, he's yeah. become a, uh, yeah, a Brody guy. Yeah, and, yep. and because he switched guy. his did, game around. Did you root yeah. for him when he missed four straight shots in the overtime? No, at that point I was saying, stop shooting, drive to the basket. Yeah. Because driving to the basket, he can do. Shooting, not so much. He really is. He still has that burst. He, Last yeah. night when he was driving to the basket and he was getting by people, he still has that burst mm-hmm. and that athleticism. What, 36? Yeah, get going like that. Yeah, he, he got he's smooth still. He's got the burst. Like he, he can get. He's younger. Than he that. just needs to do that all the time. Every time I see him settle for a jumper, even if it's a jumper at the elbow, and he's as John says, when you're wide open, that means they're leaving you wide open. Yeah, he's playing into what the other team wants, and the reason why it shows up so much at the end of games is because he also has this side of him that is like the Kobe. I'm the best person to take the shot. Yeah. I'm always mm-hmm. the best option. Yeah. I'm going to step in and have the hero moment. Yeah. He's not afraid. Do you, At all. Do you want to laugh? Never been like do you want to laugh about something? So yeah. Momo and I are sitting next to each other. and there were at She least said you tried to leave several times, Four right? times. Four times. Four times. <laughs> Four times. And I'll then, go home. I'll see my kids. Right. Wait, then, wait, what? The game got closer. I was like, oh, crap. Because you're doing the double today. Like, I did the double yesterday, right. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, I'm working the Clippers yeah. T-Wolves tonight for TV, right? Right. Yeah. So you get tired. Like, the sec- it's the second night of your back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah. So you're trying to save some energy on the first night. Yeah. Awake after nine but, o'clock in your forties. Oh, but no. when Jace, when uh, when Jalen Brown hit that three <laughs> with like fifty yeah. something oh. seconds to go, I you saw I I dapped you up real quick. Yeah. I'm like I'm out. Yeah, you're like that's it. I'm out. I made now it out. Moment. I made it out of the garage before any other car. Oh, there it is. <laughs> that one, which Pro is, move. Trust me, that's the name of the game. Yeah. Uh, that's a big. That's a big change. Yeah, yesterday driving around, getting home, and hearing John in the third quarter. Yeah, well, a couple why not on the stuff. Dude, they had a 47 to 12 yes. one or something like John that. John and Michael, insane. and then the yeah. last minute, a lot of, it went from the why not to why. <laughs> yeah, oh, very good point. Oh, man. Yeah. You yeah. did a great job, John. You really well, painted the emotions of being in the building yesterday for a guy but, driving around. All right, yesterday. so where do you guys come in on, well, I, I sent this picture out on Twitter earlier, Cappy. Uh, pull, pull up my Twitter feed. Oh, I saw feed. these guys. Um, Take a look at what you got here. Yeah, they. Um, there were two guys, Ramona f- f- uh, focused on, they were sitting down to my right. Two guys, two guys dressed as Kurt Rambis and Kevin McHale. Oh, I saw these dudes, and so the question, everybody saw these guys. Right. Amazing. Yeah. The question remains: um, What is, is is that appropriate for grown men to dress as players at a sporting event? Any issue with it, Cap? So my my initial reaction is: These guys should be ashamed of themselves. And George, I think you'll appreciate it when I tell you. My initial reaction is these two characters right here, they should check themselves. Really? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you wear a romper to a game? But yeah. but wait, but wait. The more I thought about it, uh-huh. I started thinking to myself, you know what? 
these two guys are going to the game. They're pals. Maybe one's a Celtics fan, one's a Lakers fan. This is funny. Let's dress up. We never really come. I actually kind of thought it was pretty cool. Now, I wouldn't do it, but it was cool on those yeah, guys. Yeah, you would. Beto, yeah, you would. Beto, okay no, with it or no? I hated it. Uh, what, what happened to Dirt Rambus, too? Uh, remember yeah, he's him? around. But that wasn't him last night. Yeah, now, and, I get it. These guys got the, and we're talking about it, they got exactly what they wanted, the attention. Right. But they're on the floor. Everybody took pictures with them. Yeah, everybody took pictures but, with them. Like Amanda even said earlier, like, okay, shows your sense of humor. I don't want to sit by you. I don't want to be around you. Like, it's just... If you're in your 20s and you're a frat kid doing it, go for it. Do whatever you want. You're like in your 40s and you got to go be a CPA tomorrow. Come on. Yeah, but you know what? The Rambus guy. He needs, looked like him. He needs a new Mikhail guy. Yeah, the Mikhail yeah. guy. Well, first short. of all, the Mikhail, Mikhail guy, guy was 5'9". Right. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. need a, you, need, you got, a fr- got a friend who's like 6'10". <laughs> yeah, it but didn't But we're in the era where everybody dresses fun. up for attention. I thought it was fun. Um, but you can really only do that once. It's kind of like a yeah, yeah. That's a that's one a one shot one shot thing. If it, or, if you do it more often, it's like no. Well, or or you could do it a every yearly? time the Lakers host the Celtics. A that yearly. could be your thing. It becomes your alter ego. I mean, there's a bunch of people that dress up now. Like uh, what's that? The helmet guy that goes to the LAFC, the Dodger games, and he always yeah. paints his head. Uh, you have like the hardcore football fans. I get it. You know, like also it was super cold last night. And those guys chilly. were wearing like short shorts and oh, they had the short shorts too. Yeah, short short. It was they were they were good replica uh, uniforms, yeah. full uniforms. Have you seen that? I did. I okay. saw that. What? Beto, have you seen that? Oh, the Clipper okay. Daryl video. Uh, Cappy, have it's you going to be called Clipper Daryl Arena soon? Yeah. Uh, d- have Sarah you seen Ford. the Clipper Daryl video, uh, Cappy? Is there something new from Clipper Daryl? Yeah. Well, oh. here's what happened. Did you see the TMZ thing or no? Go on TMZ. No. Go on TMZ, oh. Cap. While we're talking oh, okay. here, and take a look. So Hold Clipper Daryl is walking out of the. I couldn't tell if he's trying to walk in or walk out. What do you think, Momo? I couldn't. He's trying to get to somewhere he wasn't look supposed like, to go. Look like they were trying to make him leave, and he didn't want to leave yet. All right. So he's he's talking with the security guy, Cap, and then he tries to make his move and walk by, and he kind of takes his right arm, Clipper Daryl, and says, "Get your hands off me, security guy." And the security guy interpreted it as he a, took a swing, as he like you're you're throwing hands at me, and the security guard absolutely lays Clipper Daryl out right no way right yeah. cross to the chin. Yep, down. Drops that was a big him, dude to get dropped. Like yeah, that. drops him Seriously. like a bag of rocks. Yeah. And so we had Jacob Imrani on earlier. I mean, it was today. like a right cross. Like he really the is kind of fight. I usually see at a fight that I work. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, Daryl's also yeah. older these days. You know, he can go down a little. Yeah, easier. but he's still two something. Still, no, it's still yeah. right. I mean, so, listen, the guy shouldn't have hit him. Right, and, and, and as it turns out, Lee Zeidman made a statement Ooh. saying this guy, Ooh. this guy yeah. overreacted. We have fired him. They fired the security guy. They said this is not how we train our people to handle these situations, Good. and he's out. Good. My question to all of you is. How much money is Clipper Daryl going to oh, get here? Clipper Daryl's going to be part owner. He's going to call Balmer and be like, hey, We've all been asking, I got a piece. What's the next I think it's name? a six-figure settlement. What's the six, next? Seven. Oh, no. I'm going oh, seven. Wait, seven. wait, we got breaking news. It's uh, pretty big for UCLA here. Ben Bolcher for the LA Times says, UC Regents give UCLA the A-OK to join Big Ten, provided Bruins take mitigation measures involving travel and other athlete well-being issues. They didn't have any legs to stand on. That's kind of like the Rose Bowl trying to say they weren't going to be part of the college football playoff. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Momo's was... not happy about this. Check yourself, Cappy. Tell yeah. them to check themselves. Wait, so they weren't wait Ramona, no, they are going to the Big Ten now. Uh-huh. The yeah, Regents have been threatening. What was that thing? The the, the travel mitigation? There's no tr- there's no mitigation you yeah. can do it's going across the country it's going across, i mean what are you yeah. gonna get them private jets yeah. yeah yeah well maybe wait so the regions were saying they couldn't go you get that they, you're gonna get were, the women's soccer team a private jet to fly to, they, to 
Penn State. This this the UCLA women's soccer team. Yes, conference game. Here's the issue: national champions. Basically, Cal was upset they got excluded. That's what this is. This what this boiled down to. And but here's the weird thing: Wake Ramona, you wanted the Regents to block UCLA. I don't want them to move. I think it, the Pac-12 should stay the Pac-12. Well, I like, yeah. I like I the traditions, yes. and I and I like. I hate that these conferences are getting blown up, and and there's it's just going to be two super conferences. But what's probably going to happen is they're going to be like a Pacific Division of the Big Ten. Yeah, there'll be two more teams. Right, and and, and here, but here's the thing. I'm with Ramona, John. I wish. The Pac-12 is the second best conference in in America this year. This year, yeah. Like, you, they should have kept it together and figured out. Look, yeah. Greg, I'll give Greg credit on this. He has said this forever. The Pac-12, where they screwed up, was the Pac-12 network. Yep. They Just completely screwed yeah. that up. And I, I, I think it was Sports Business Journal reported yeah. a year ago that ESPN came to try to say to them, "Hey, we'll save you. We'll take it on." And the Pac-12 said, "No thanks." Yeah. I also know they that blew it. they they couldn't get on Directv. Yep. And one of the reasons was they wouldn't play ball. I would have. But ESPN could have gotten them on DirecTV. Right. Yeah. And Greg, I would have in the beginning, if at the beginning of the Pac-12 network when, when DirecTV said, no, we're not going to take your channel, I would have paid them to take the channel. Absolutely. Right. They were demanding a payment for the. Right. Uh, well, we've got a valuable network here. You need to carry it yet for you know $2 a subscriber. No, I would have said, what's it going to cost us for you to put it on the air and we'll renegotiate right. in a year? We'll give you 50 cents. Yeah, we'll pay you. <laughs> but but still, yeah. carriage yeah. is everything yeah, in these agreed. disputes. Yeah. yeah, And TV is everything in college football. Yeah. But Ramona, the one thing I'll come back at you at is, I agree, I, I would love to see UCLA News say, I think it ruins the Pac-12 yeah. as we know it. Sean Ireland for new Pac-12 commissioner. But, there it is. Get out of here, George Cliffikoff. I, oh, I, no, no, he's going, to, he's going with UCLA. He don't need the Pac-12. Oh, that's true, you're going to the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, all, I'm all Big Ten now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get me tickets to the Ohio State game next yeah. year. Now, what yeah. if you were an SC alum, Ramona? No, I am. A, I'm coming at this from Bill, a. Bill Walton doesn't want him to go. No, Bill. I come at this from a, it's weird. an old school, <laughs> but I'm also Olympic sports. Okay, so softball, yeah. soccer, basketball, yeah. everything else, every other sport but football. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, it does. So football, fine. It's once a week. You guys got to travel right. across the country. It's a longer flight, but you can deal. But now you're going to get the influx of money for right, softball. Yeah, but, all the other, but yeah, but I don't want to fly to Maryland. Right, and you're. I don't want to go what, to Purdue. What are you going to do? Yeah, East Coast week? swing. Yeah, it's you're, far, you're gonna, and I have class. Yeah, you're going to yeah, make time to <laughs> take classes remote. Yeah. Ramona, two so, weeks. Seriously, seriously, we're arguing over. Yeah, okay, so you fly to Maryland. It's a five-hour flight. You fly to Stanford. It's a one-hour flight. Use the extra four hours to study. It, you're, we're talking about millions. You don't have to be in class anymore. Right, but, but to Ramona's point, you're now, what are you going to, to minimize or mitigate some yeah. travel, you're going to have to do like road swings of like a week yeah, or two. Yeah, you're going right. to be gone for a long time. Yeah. That's right. And we used to play a tournament every year in Florida, and that just totally was a, it was a much bigger deal than doing a tournament in Arizona. Yeah. Like you'd go to Arizona and it was like, kind of go for the weekend and, and we, you know, you'd take classes Monday to Thursday. We'd leave Thursday afternoon, play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we'd be back Sunday night. You're yeah. fine. Right. Give, give me this the, is totally different. I'm okay not going to Corvallis. Give me the state college. Come no. on. No. Pullman, I'm okay. I mean, I'm also there. like, yeah. 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 have you ever been? I have. Pullman, he went one, with me one yeah. too many times. Uh, yeah, I, it's not the end of the earth, but you can see it you from there. It. Let <laughs> me tell you something. You know what I learned? <laughs> Beto and I made the mistake where we flew to Seattle and drove four and a half hours. You could fly to Moscow, Idaho, and drive 20 minutes. Yep. Right. So Michael Roth just texted us saying the Olympic sports are going to stay in the Pac-12. How is that possible? Oh, jeez. Um, so they're going to keep the conference affiliation with all the other sports? Well, they do that know. with the Big East, I think. There's, yeah, there's something weird here's, with that. Here's a basic okay. question for you, Momo. You like that, Momo? I Why, like that. In, that in, any walk, in any walk of life, I always take the Jerry West philosophy. 
if you throw the trophy through the window in any <laughs> walk of life, <laughs> in every this, single thing, this, you no, take the Jerry West. No, this, this specific philosophy. Throw cap. the golf club. I know he doesn't play golf, so yeah, there's that. No, no, he does. He's good. Oh. He's like a one handicap. Oh, okay. Um, but if you don't want to be here, I don't want to work with you anyway. Mm-hmm. UCLA and USC Uh-oh. don't want to be here. Are you drawing? Are you laying down the gauntlet to Mason right now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, he's just never here anyway. <laughs> he, he'll tell you he wants to be here just as long as he gets to take every other week off. But in um, this particular instance, Mason may have outsmarted the rest of us because he took off a week before all the holiday stuff, and there's lots of days where there's bowl games or Monday night football-type games or Laker games on the East Coast. He took off before he got a whole bunch of stuff off. He outsmarted right. me this time, that's for sure. Well, here's the Wait, yeah, but it, Greg says their show would not be impacted. Yeah, we, by we're that. really not that impacted. We have it's shows. It's our show, yeah, Cappy, that's impacted. You guys, by we that. have See, shows I, three well, days I mean, that last week. I really, really, really was dumb about the whole thing because I'm like, I'm taking the last week of the year off, and four days of the week we're not even on the air. Um, but the whole idea of making someone stay in a marriage or stay in yeah. a relationship or stay in a conference. When they don't want to be there. No, that's tough. Is yeah. like, good, eh. good riddance. We'll win without you. Eh. you I, I don't know. I think, okay, if it's if it truly is just a football thing. Well, basketball, too, I would imagine. I don't know. Yeah. Let's, let's, Michael seems to know more about I would imagine basketball going, sports. too. Because if I had to guess, okay, this is just purely reckless speculation. There, you know, We're already getting the 12-team playoff for college football. <laughs> yeah. I bet you that within the next 10 years, they, uh, they're just going to do their own Power 5 thing, whatever that is going to be, or Power 4, whatever it's going to be conference-wise for football, and there's going to be a new reimagined NCAA tournament without the NCAA. So much money. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, I've always money. thought the NCAA is unnecessary. I just think all they do is get in the way and screw things up. Um, all right. And they can't police any of it because they don't have the resources to do any of it anyway. Yeah. It, it just it doesn't make any sense. All right, coming up next is Sedano and Cap with Beto. Because yeah. Sedano is working a game Looking tonight. Good. What, what's your, what's your uh, game tonight? Clippers, uh, T-Wolves. But why aren't the T-Wolves better with that roster? Um, Gobert is a terrible fit. Um, I have the numbers. I'd have to look it in my backpack, but I have the notes. But basically... He's overrated. They are... Oh, yeah, you hate Gobert. <laughs> I have a totally different take on this, but okay. They are, their offensive rating with him on the floor is dreadful. Dreadful. Like See, I've always thought he was serviceable offensively. Right. He's not, I guess. Huh? But with them, it just it bogs things up. Is Town still out? They're also a terrible sh- three-point shooting team this year. That has also Something and they were one of the better ones last year. They were one of the better ones last year. And it goes to show you, I feel like three-point shooting, unless you've got lasers, as LeBron calls them, <laughs> yeah. um, is kind of like a bullpen in baseball, right? Yeah. Um Minnesota and, Mi- really Minnesota and Miami were top five three-point shooting teams last year. They're bottom five this year. Interesting. Um, I think that there could be some correlation with some of that stuff. Hey, Ramon asked you something earlier, and since you follow the Heat close, um, I want to throw it at you. Why don't the Lakers go get Duncan Robinson? Oh, way too much money on that deal. Fifteen million plus two three more, three, years. three more years. Three, three more, more years. years. So it would cut into their cap space for yeah. the future. Yeah. Bogdanovich only has well, two more years. Yeah, that's why yeah. they wouldn't do it. All right, but that does that trade better. does work. By the way, I looked it up. If you, it, but that's why they're not doing yeah. three more years. I yeah, they don't want to blow their cap player. space. Yeah. All right, uh, Supercross talk brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Sedano cap with Beto coming up next. ESPN LA.